Welcome to this episode of Cook Revivals Presents. Let's go now into this powerful message. You don't got no troubles. All you need is faith in God. I'm Prophet Trish Alcott. Welcome to the greatest happening in your life. Why? Because God's going to ignite faith in you to believe for the impossible. Because if you can see the invisible, you can do the impossible. That's right. If you can see the invisible, you too can do the impossible. Luke chapter 137 said, with God, nothing's impossible. So we want to ignite faith in you. We have a a very a subject today we're going to talk about charismatic gifts. Is there a separated gift, supernatural sign gift? Which gifts are in operation today? Or has these gifts just seem as though that they have vanished from the setting of the church? Why is there less operation and function of these gifts? Well, those questions and more we hope to answer in this broadcast right now. So go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We're talking about charismatic gifts. Are they still in operation? Are they still function in the church, in believers, in individuals as yourself? So many people today are seeking for signs, something can manifest in their lives. Well, is that separated gifts? Can you have a supernatural? Is there such thing as a supernatural gift? What is the difference between a supernatural gift and the gifts of the spirit? The three categories that are broken up. Has miracles ceased? Well, has prophecy ceased? But all these questions and more we hope to elaborate and teach to you in this broadcast again. Uh, go ahead and share this right now to all your Facebook friends and family. Those who are watching YouTube, welcome to Uniting Faith TV program. I'm your host, Prophet Trace Allen Cook, telling you that God has a miracle with your name on it. But I want to speak to the audience that has stopped believing in the supernatural. Stop believing in miracles, signs, wonders, and healing. Because you do not see it demonstrated as much today as you did a decade ago. And what is that? Well, let's answer those questions. First Corinthians chapter 12. Let's begin reading from the, the Apostle Paul. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, this in chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians. Now concerning spiritual gifts, repeating verbatim, brethren, I would not have you to be ignorant you know that you were Gentiles, carry away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Well, the apostle Paul is liberating, talking about how they were following strange fire, strange gods, demigods, called up into the superstitious of the supernatural. Oh, my God. Let me just stop writing. Superstitious of the supernatural. There's so many people today are claiming to have so many experiences in the supernatural which is not God. You need to know what is God and what is not God. So many people claim and have so many extraordinary uh, visions, extraordinary adventures with Christ, and it seemed to contradict the Word of God. Anything that God speaks to you in dreams and vision is backed up by the Word of God. Anything that's not backed up by the Word of God, listen, if it's backed up by the word of God, it stands 
any investigation. But if it's not backed up by the word of God, then it's man-made manipulation, superstitious, and the supernatural. So we want to understand, ladies and gentlemen, the difference. Now, the Apostle Paul said, listen, as Gentiles, you will carry away unto these what? These dumb idols. These uh, idols that are presenting themselves, and now you're following a strange voice outside of the Holy Spirit's voice, and now you found yourself wanted to be used by God, wanted to be in operation with God, but you really don't understand the supernatural. Well, a lot of people, if you don't understand the supernatural anointing, you can be carried away uh, ignorantly. And I mean, you can be really innocent, really thinking, hey, this is God. But then there are people that uh, know better and yet they present the supernatural as though it's some gimmick or game or they present it as some off-the-wall adventure. Ladies and gentlemen, any supernatural experience that you have and you discover encounter with God is for one reason only, for you to demonstrate Christ in the earth and draw people closer to him. You win the loss by signs and wonders and miracles, and it convinced them that God knows something about them that, they in all of. That's the power. But what has happened today in the apostolic and prophetic churches? What happened in the 21st century apostolic and prophetic churches? Why is there so much deception in the supernatural? Well, we're talking about charismatic gifts. Well, charismatic means, you know, I can have that flamboyant spirit or I have that mindset of charismatic. Just don't talk about um, speaking in tongues. And we're going to talk about that as well. Are they still in operation today? Why are we seeing less speaking in tongues or the diversities of interpretation of tongues? Why are we seeing uh, less operation of the gifts of miracles or the gifts of healing? Well, God has not changed. Hebrew 13, a said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. But look what the Apostle Paul is saying here. He's talking about you were Gentiles following dumb idols. Well, ladies and gentlemen, when we get into superstitious, we get away from the authentic anointing of God. The Bible said, I would not have you to be ignorant concerning the devil devices. What? Be wise as a serpent, but be what? Harm. I mean, be wise as a, a, a serpent, but harmless as a dove. Why? Because God is pinpointing what areas in your life. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in, this is Prophet Tracy Allen Cook. Welcome to the Igniting Faith. We want to ignite faith in you, and we want to bring you to the table of truth. Now, we're talking about charismatic gifts. Is there a separated gift of supernatural outside the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, the operating functions in individual's life? Uh, have those gifts seized? Why is it less operation today than it was a decade ago. Now, some may argue with that and sound contradicting. Some would say, no, I see it more influent today in the churches. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I've been doing this for 30 some years, and I can tell you with a shadow of a doubt or all of the traveling, the church somehow or another have gotten away from the supernatural anointing and to superstitious adventures, what they call the adventures of faith. And it has nothing to do with Jesus or sin around Christ or the gospel or souls that need to be saved and delivered, set free, homes that need to be 
uh, born again, deliver, but it has to do with some off-the-wall adventure. Well, I'm going to talk about some of that, but first and foremost, let's just talk about what the Apostle Paul talking about in verses 2. In this chapter, Paul deals with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. In no way is he trying to put the Corinthian Christians down in this scripture. He was simply dealing with and applying uh, spirit-filled men and women through whom the gifts were working, but who weren't doing a very good job with them. Paul said, you know that you were Gentiles, carry away unto the dumb idols, even as you were led. He was saying that not only did they go into the temples in Corinth to worship dumb idols, to join themselves to the temple, uh, prostitutes, prostitution in the temple, but they were what actually carry away with them as though uh, they have rings in their noses, chains attached to them. Now, this was back then in the days of the, the court of the Corinthian church. These were, uh, it's the background and was the theology of, of the church. This was the background out of which the Corinthian had been saved. They must uh, overcome their background of going through, what, sensationalism, following the most famous personality, desiring to be something great, something themselves. And the Holy Spirit had filled them. Therefore, mighty gifts were resident in them by the dwelling of the Holy Spirit. In this instance, the Spirit was sovereignty and manifest through them. All knowledge, wisdom, faith, healing, power, and miracle, prophetic utterance, discerning the Spirit and the oneness of God, that Jesus himself, all God became what? All John 1 and 12, the power of the supernatural. John 1 and 12 actually defines that. Uh, Jesus became flesh, dwelt among man, came down to our level to bring us back to his level. Is what the Apostle Paul described in John 1 and 12. Now, you know, this is a, a debate all throughout Christianity. Now, he's talking about, listen, he was not pinpointing and saying that, you know, uh, you uh, Gentiles carry away with dumb, uh, following them out. He was saying, listen, you're spirit-filled believers, but yet you caught into the sensationalism or the uh, what we call the superstitious of the supernatural. Well, you have to understand that if you don't know the difference between the real and the false, because the false can present itself in such a way that it looks real. The only difference is there's no outcome of breakthroughs, miracle, life-changing experiences. So we want to educate you, build your faith, ignite faith within you, and listen, I'm so excited. This is our first uh, broadcast TV program, Igniting Faith TV, with Prophet Tracy Allen Cook, uh, also with Prophet Michael Cook. Many other guests will be with us as well. Listen, we want to ignite faith in you in such a way that you can define the moment that you understand and discern it. Because in these days, deception is in its highest ranks. And if you're not careful, you'll fall into the web of deception. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the Apostle Paul goes on in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and he talks about these gifts. Let's just go back there. It's a tremendous uh, book of the Bible, and I know that you're going to be blessed and encouraged. Listen, there is something about the anointing that solidifies everything in your life. Look, the Apostle Paul, we're going back to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 now. He said, I would not have you to be in the concerning 
everything that you thought was the authentic supernatural. And listen, these spirit-filled believers, he was not, he was not uh, downgrading them or disgracing them. He was just saying, listen, you're supposed to be Holy Ghost-filled believers. Why are you Fallen superstitious. Why are you seeking out the psychics? I mean, you'll be amazed how many uh, prophets have sought uh, counseling from witches and warlocks and psychics because they no longer hear God. But they got to keep up the appearance as though they once heard God and it was authentic. So now they no longer have that gift in operation. And now they got to find whatever source they can to present a word before the people. Well, you just don't need any word. You need an on-time word from God. Well, again, the Bible said, be not ignorant concerning the devil devices. Now, he begins to say, Wherefore I give unto you to understand that no man speaketh by the Spirit of God, called Jesus Christ, that no man can say that Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Spirit. So there's no acknowledgement that Jesus is Lord in your life, but by the relationship of the third person of the Trinity or the Godhead. He is the only retaining force in the earth that you have against Satan with the word of God. Because Jesus is at the right hand of the Heavenly Father, therefore making intercession for you and I. But the Holy Spirit is the other side of Jesus, which operates in us, with us, and upon us every day of our lives, leading us into absolute truth. Now, the Apostle Paul begins to define there are what, verse 4 through 11 now, there are diversity of gifts, but the same spirit. There are difference of administration, but the same law. There are diversities of operation, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with them. For to one is given by the spirit the word of wisdom, to another word of knowledge by the same spirit, another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same spirit, to another the work of a miracle, to another prophecy, to another discerning spirit, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But all these work of that one and the self same spirit, divine to every man severely, excuse me, as he will. What is he saying there? He said there's different administrations, there's different function, there's different gifts and operation. Now, every one of these nine gifts of the Holy Spirit can operate in the individual's life. The problem that we have is we have not discerned true operation and true functions. Now, today, uh, sad to say, statistic in the church, you see very little operation. Uh, there was a time that somebody was speaking tongues in church and then uh, there would be one that would stand up and give the interpretation, which is equal to the gift of prophecy. And the gift of prophecy has no element of revelation and has no revelatory insight. The simple gift of prophecy, the Apostle Paul said, I would that all would prophesy that everyone would be comforted, exhorted, consoled, and encouraged because that's what the gift of prophecy is. But now, then he goes on to deeper part of that in Ephesians chapter 4, 11 through 13, talking about the office and the functions of the fivefold ministry. Well, ladies and gentlemen, are these gifts still in operation today? Why does it seem that the church have walked away from these gifts or walked away from authentic supernatural? Why is it so much deception when we talk about the subject of the supernatural? Is there a, a separated supernatural gift outside of the nine gifts of the spirit? Uh, 
if you want to answer that, many will have their own personal opinions. But again, anything that's backed up by the word of God can stand in any investigation. You can have the gifts of help. But now when you talk about the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit in the individual's life or in the ministry, it's the purpose of showing forth, showcasing Christ in the earth. It's evidence and proof to a life of believer that's seeking truth, not knowing what direction or work to go in their lives. And the Holy Spirit become his gifts become the compass in their life. In other words, it gives you affirmation. It gives you confirmation. And when the gifts are in operation, it brings such faith alive. When you see the gifts of the Holy Spirit in operation in an individual's life or whoever God chooses to use in that revival setting or that any type of church setting or crusade setting, when you see the gifts of the Holy Spirit in operation, it ignites faith inside of you. It builds such faith that you can believe God for the impossible. Otherwise, it seems like it's dark, it's dim, it's impossible to see a victory in the uh, long term or the victory out of this or victory out of that storm. But in the middle of everything you go through, ladies and gentlemen, listen, when you see the Holy Spirit in operation and his gifts, oh my God, he'll build a night faith in you. Well, is it still in operation today? Absolutely. The problem doesn't lie in the Holy Spirit or his gifts. The problem lies in the candidate he desires to use. A willing vessel, a willing submitted vessel unto God. The problem has not been in the Holy Spirit or in Christ. He said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Hebrew 13, 8 again. Why? Well, if Jesus is the same, you know, we all, we, we talked about it so many times and I felt myself reminiscing in the past as well. And it's so easy to reminisce about the past because you saw great moves of God. Uh, back then, uh, there were no entertainment. You didn't have to entertain people to see the power of God move. And I know that's a touchy subject as well, but we are talking about charismatic gifts. We're talking about charismatic gifts. Charismatic is having that flamboyant spirit. You know, hey, I got the attitude. I'm going to charge the atmosphere up. And uh, you know what? Um, I really don't understand the supernatural or what his purpose in my life is. What's the purpose of speaking in tongues? Well, the nine gifts, again, is to show for, showcase Christ in the church, in the earth, to bring the lost unto the foot of the cross. Be born again, saved, delivered, filled, baptized with the Holy Spirit, speaking with evidence of other tongues. Well, these gifts should be operating in your life and your ministry. And the reason why they're not in majority of the churches is because we have substituted the supernatural for entertainment. We have substituted the authentic supernatural for superstitious. Oh, oh my God, I wrote me a book and I'll call, you know, hey, uh, uh, anybody can write a book about the glory. Anybody can write a book about uh, ventures of faith. But is it real? are caught up in heaven and never been on, you're still in the earth, you know. It's easy to write a book about any subject like that, and behind it, it's an absolute lie. You never had that experience. See, those experiences, you never forget. You never forget the detail of it. See, we're talking about igniting faith. We're talking about putting faith back in you and coming alive. 
life, ladies and gentlemen. And listen, I'm so excited. Every Sunday at 8 p.m. is our new TV program called Igniting Faith. We want you to share this, share it, share it, share it. And let, let them know that Prophet Tracy, other guests will be with me as well. We're talking about igniting faith. Why? Because if we ever need faith to come alive is today. We've been talking about 1 Corinthians chapter 12. The apostle Paul said, listen, you Gentiles, you're spirit-filled believers, but now you are acting and your conduct is no different than them that's in the temple superstitiously. I mean, you got into a superstitious way. Now you got uh, nose rings. You got all this. Listen, I, I'm not a clothesline preacher. My God, if if the Lord don't convict you about something, that's not, that's not my job. My job is to preach the truth to you and tell you the absolute truth. I believe that God is big enough to bring personal conviction through the Holy Spirit that if something he doesn't like, he's going to let you know. He's going to tell you. He's going to convict you. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He convicts of all of our wrong. He turns our face back to the wall and we cried out unto God. And he puts that faith back inside of us. Well, tongues and speaking of tongues, diversity of tongues. Why don't we see it now? Because that's not a hunger. You know, again, let me say this. If there's a lack of hunger, we substitute it for entertainment. Anytime there's the absence of the presence of God, it's the presence of man. Let me say it again. If there's an absence of the presence of God, there's more presence of man. And we have substituted the supernatural power for entertainment because entertainment draws multitudes. It draws the crowds, but it doesn't deliver them. It doesn't set them free. At the end of the day, you have to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling and know who you are in God. Well, listen, we're talking about uniting faith. The Apostle Paul begins to talk about the nine gifts of the Spirit, different administration, diversities, administration, operation, functions. And listen, has miracles ceased? Absolutely not. Miracles happen every single day in your life. You just got to discover where that miracle is taking place at. You're one step away from the greatest breakthrough, the greatest turnaround in your life. And listen, every Sunday at 8 p.m., Igniting Faith TV program, we're going to talk about subjects that's going to define who you are in God, but bring awareness of the supernatural, bring you to the pinnacle of the greatest breakthroughs in your life, but also to allow you to see what's God and what is not God. And why is it operating and why is it not operating? Because there's a lack of hunger. Anytime there's a lack of hunger, we fill it with entertainment. When it's a lack of the presence of God, we fill it with man. So now we need to get to a place of understanding the charismatic gifts, the operation of the Holy Spirit in the church today, individuals just like you. He's waiting for you to call upon his name to be used for his purpose to touch countless people, thousands, millions around the world. But again, the Apostle Paul, and I'm going to close this broadcast out. He said, listen, you are spirit-filled believers. You don't belong in superstitious or some of off-the-wall adventure that we claim to be God so we can sell a book 
or whatever the case may be. No, we need to understand that the supernatural is real. But those experiences, if you really had any experience with God, you never forget it. No matter what goes or comes in your life, no matter what valleys you walk through or what mountaintop experience you experience, you never forget the real visitation from God. Well, ladies and gentlemen, my time is up. Let's not fabricate the move of God. Let's seek God with all our heart. Let's seek him. Because he said, if he be sought, we'll find him. And I believe that God is coming to you today. Well, I hope you enjoyed this broadcast. Igniting Faith TV program. We're talking about charismatic gift. Prophet Trace Donald reminding you next week, same time. I'll see you then. God bless you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Cook Revivals Presents. If you would like to help support the ministry, please visit cookrevivals.org. Loyal partners, such as yourself, give life to this ministry. We just want to take some time to say how much we appreciate you. Your partnership makes this ministry possible, and we can't say thank you enough. God bless, until next time.